Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode three of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. My name is Ryan Carter. And I'm John Irvin. This week, we'd like to thank Natalie Heverin for once again being one of the only people to write into our show. She told us that after the quarantine is over, she will be traveling to see her family to celebrate her college graduation. Congratulations, Natalie. Congrats. And her brother's high school graduation. Congrats, Natalie's brother, too. She also told us that we should watch Cutthroat Kitchen. As we mentioned last week, John and I have binged every cooking show that is possibly watched, except for apparently Cutthroat Kitchen, on Hulu and Netflix. Sounds a little scary. She also told us that we should watch Too Hot to Handle and gave us the quote, It's not the worst reality TV I've ever seen. Interesting. Well, with that glowing review, you have no choice but to watch. Yeah, I guess I have to watch it now. Beautiful. So, speaking of Netflix and Hulu, one valuable lesson that I learned this week is you should always check your subscriptions. Yeah, you know, you have to save a couple of dollars here and there. Um, And since it's the beginning of the month, um, we decided to go ahead and look through our credit card statements to make sure everything checked out. Um, Everything on my end was pretty good. No surprise subscriptions. Uh, We still have Netflix on there. That's a lie. I'm using my dad's. Using Um, mine. No, I'm using my dad. In the living room, I use yours. Either way. Um, But was there anything that stood out to you, Ryan? So there was one charge Mm -hmm. that stood out to me, and it was from Mm freeshipping.com. It's $12.97 a month. That sounds legit. And mom, I'm going to ask you here, if you're listening, to please stop for the next 60 seconds. And Tina, if you're listening, be prepared to laugh your ass off. John, start the timer. (laughs) So freeshipping.com has been charging me $12.97 a month for a while. So John encouraged me to go ahead and call the company and find out why they were charging me. So I called them on Monday and put them on speaker because I figured John would enjoy the conversation. Did you enjoy the conversation? I did, very much so. So I asked the woman why I was being charged. There was probably a 30-second pause before she answered. She took her time. She took her time. It's like she was hiding something from us. And she said, well, sir... You registered for freeshipping.com when you made a purchase from adamandeve.com. That was rather embarrassing for me. Um, Adamandeve.com is an adult shop for adult toys. Um, I made a purchase in 2018 for adult toys while I was dating a rather adventurous girlfriend who I am no longer dating. Turns out, once you make one adult purchase, they continue to charge you $12.97 a month for the following year and a half. Oh, I was a big fan to figure out that news. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, check your subscriptions, please, because you never know who's charging you for what. It's so important. So, uh, transitioning on, we do have a new segment that we'd like to introduce this week, and it's called Out on the Street. And this week we'll be featuring Danny, um, who is currently outside working, not currently, but uh, weekly outside working, interacting with folks. Um, And we had a few questions about how um, he's dealing with the quarantine. So welcome, Danny. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Brief intro to the segment. Out on the Street is going to be a feature each week where we interview folks who are still working out in the public and finding out how the COVID-19 quarantine and crisis is affecting them. Now this week, Danny is here in our studio, but don't worry. We know he doesn't have the virus because he's spending a lot of time with John. Huh. That's weird. I don't know why that is. Do you? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. 
I like that that's the determination that I don't have it. Yeah. yeah. Eh, well, if I don't have yeah. it, you don't have it. Yeah, and yeah. if John doesn't have it, then I don't have it. Well, if we all have it, then we have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the first question we'd like to ask you, Danny, is how does working in public every day affect you? Uh, it's a little bit different than it was in the past, but, I mean, most people are just a little more conscientious and it's just less people out and about, but... Overall, it's not super different. I think they exaggerate it a little bit, but, you know, if you use common sense, you know, people are usually okay. So are people more or less courteous now? Depends. There's some places I go where they ask, why are you out here? And I say, I've been asking myself that for three weeks. And then uh, there's some where they're not wearing masks. They're like, yeah, just walk around, do whatever you want. So it's a hit and miss. Gotta love it. Um, so do you wear a face mask when you go out um, and do your job and meet new people? Uh, so unlike you, yes, I do, because I try and be conscientious of other people and, uh, you know, think about others. I know our listeners can't see my eyebrows right now, but they're about six inches off of my face. Um, I've never seen his eyebrows go that high. Yeah, listen, uh, I wore my face mask today, uh, for everyone's information, but we do have another question for you. Um, how do you feel about folks who do not wear their face mask? You, me- you mentioned that some people don't. Uh, I think uh, you got my answer from the last question. Fair there. enough. Uh, I mean, I think you definitely should. It makes it easier to you know have conversations and go to the grocery store and you don't have a whole aisle looking at you while you're trying to get your groceries I'm and sure. that type of stuff. But you know, yeah. it definitely it makes sense and you should. Well, thank you, Danny, and please stay safe while working out in the public. I'm sorry, working in the public. Danny does not work out in public. Yeah. I do not work out in public. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. So not, thank you. Not there being... yet, no. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. And ladies and gentlemen, if you still work in the public, please write into the show. We'd love to find out what you do and interview you. We have the feature of the telephone in today's modern age. Huh. Thank you to Alexander Graham Bell. Um, so if you'd like to call in, we'd love to have you on the show and interview you about your experience working in the public. So in addition to that new segment, we have another new segment, and it's called the Oh Shit Moment of the Week. Um, so we talked about uh, our lovely president last week a little bit about injecting some uh, disinfectants into our body. Um, this week we're gonna take it one step down and go talk to our vice or talk about our vice president, um, who is the leader of the president's coronavirus task force. He toured the Mayo Clinic. It is Mayo. It, <laughs> so, thank you. I'm never sure if it's Mayo or Mayo, yeah. but it is Mayo, like <clears throat> a condiment. But he did tour that clinic uh, <laughs> on Tuesday, 4:28, um, and when he took that tour, he chose not to wear a mask. And do you know why that was, Ryan? Well. He stated that he didn't need to wear a mask while touring the clinic because he is regularly tested for coronavirus and has been negative every time. Hmm. I'd like to thank Vice President Pence for taking all of the coronavirus tests from the rest of the country. Um, I believe we saw that it negatively affected Maryland when they stated earlier that they're hiding the coronavirus tests that they've gotten shipped in from South Korea because they're afraid the president's going to take them from them. That's true. They have them delivered directly, and now they have the National Guard, I believe. Yeah. Um, their state's National Guard <clears throat> is protecting their coronavirus tests at a undisclosed location. We'd like to think it's because Vice President Pence is being tested every week for coronavirus. 
You gotta keep those tests secure. Now, after he toured the Mayo Clinic, where it is required to wear a face mask, he stated, Since I don't have the coronavirus, I thought it'd be a good opportunity for me to be here to be able to speak to these researchers, these incredible healthcare personnel, and look them in the eye and say thank you. Now, after wearing a face mask in public, I can safely say that I can have a conversation and look people in the eye while wearing one. Oh, you must be wearing yours differently than me. Um, so in response to that, Senator Brian Schatz, and I think he's from Connecticut, but don't hold me to that, um, said, and I quote, when you don't wear a mask, especially inside the Mayo Clinic, you are not being brave. You are showing that you think the rules don't apply to you. And you're setting a dangerous example by ignoring experts. I think these are very powerful words. I and, I, and I think they're well stated. As the leader of the president's coronavirus task force, you should ideally be following the rules set forth by said task force. Hmm. When you're the only person in an entire clinic not wearing a face mask, you're saying you don't care because the rules don't apply to you. I totally agree with that. All uh, right. You know... We do try to stay away from politics, but when you have an oh shit moment like that, you can't help but report on it. Of course. We're totally unbiased, obviously, based on that statement. Now, meanwhile, the Pentagon decided to try to distract the public from the fact that there's so many things going on in the public eye that after many years, they have decided to confirm the existence of UFOs by releasing videos from Navy pilots. That sounds right up your alley. Um, it's directly my alley. Mm -hmm. um, so this past week, the Pentagon released three videos that have been previously released by a private organization. And they told the public, you know, these are real. We've been denying the existence of UFOs for a long time. But there's no way we can deny this proof. These are actual Navy pilots that have filmed flying objects performing unfeasible feats. And they're real. Unless the Russians have really uh, stepped up their game. With I don't think the, so. Yeah. yeah. The chances are low, but we'll see. There's a lot of thought about aliens, and, and, you know, one that I like to think is that aliens have actually been to our planet for many decades and centuries. Um, you know, a lot of old religions believed that there were many gods that represented different natural forces. You know, Zeus, the god of lightning um for example there are egyptian gods there are roman gods norse gods and and a lot of people believe that these gods were actually futuristic you know entities that came to our planet to help influence how human life developed and because they had powers that we couldn't understand they became gods stan lee actually wrote in something like that when he wrote the thor novels you're talking about stanley hudson from the office no i'm not talking about stanley hudson okay. his name is Stan Lee, two separate names. Mm -hmm. He wrote the Marvel comics. You may know him. You love his movies. Uh -huh. um, and when he wrote about Thor on Thor's planet, Thor is just a normal, slightly above normal, but he's a normal person on his planet. But when he comes to Earth, he's revered as a god because he has powers that we've never seen before. And this is reflected oftentimes in ancient religions and sometimes even modern religions. I don't know many people who can walk on water or turn water into wine. But apparently that happened. So as we've gone down that rabbit hole, we're going to circle it on back to Aliens, uh, where we started. And we're going to go ahead and tell Ryan to put on his tinfoil cap again, because uh, when he got that initial information, he took it off. If you want to read more about Aliens, I'm going to be publishing a lengthy article about my philosophy on Aliens. Um, and you can read it on our website. 
The abstract itself is 30 pages, so good luck. Yeah, I won't be publishing the full abstract. Now, we didn't do shout-outs at the beginning, but we do have one big shout-out this week, and that's to Mr. Yuck. Um, currently, all three of us in the studio are wearing Mr. Yuck stickers on our shirts because we so strongly believe that we should not be injecting disinfectants. It is a very serious issue that um, all of us have taken a stand against. Um, do not inject disinfectants into your body. Unless, you know, the scientists test it. No, nope, not unless. There should never be a case where you inject disinfectants into your body. Clearly, from our ramblings, you've gathered that we are done with the episode. <clears throat> so, for next week, we'd love to hear your oh shit moment of the week. It doesn't have to be political. It can be anything. Whether you actually stepped in shit... Or whether or not you read an article that made you say, oh shit, we'd love to hear about it. Bonus points if it makes us giggle. And it's pretty easy to make us giggle. That's true. So, write in your oh shit moment of the week. Write in if you're out on the street, still working in the public eye. We'd love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening to episode three. And once again, thank you to Danny for joining us in the studio this week. Yep, claps around. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. You can't clap for yourself. I can clap for myself. He claps for himself. Huh. He claps for himself. An so, essential, John. He's essential. Yeah, yeah, he's working in public. He's essential, John. He gets to clap. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, I'm Ryan Carter. And I'm John Irvin. And we will see you next week for episode four of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. Yeah.